welcome to our first development camp podcast here in the summer of 2018. I'm Brian Smith. Thanks very much for checking in with us. All of us at the Flyers are hoping you're having a great summer. The Flyers had their annual development camp during the last week of June. You may have seen some of it at Virtua Center Flyers Skate Zone at Voorhees. The organization's prospects gathered for several days working with the coaching staff from up and down the organization, the Phantoms, the development coaches, and everybody in that realm. The camp wasn't an evaluation camp. It was one where the players were identifying different ways they can improve over the rest of the summer and receiving instruction on how to do so. They're taking those things back to their home bases, their hometowns, their training centers, what have you, and spending the rest of the summer working on those things in preparation for regular training camp, which is coming up just after Labor Day in early September. Before the camp started, we had a chance to catch up with several of the prospects. We're going to bring those conversations to you over the rest of the summer in the form of several podcasts beginning with today. And we're going to get started with Wade Allison, a second-round pick of the Flyers in 2016. He recently completed his sophomore season at Western Michigan University, which had a great start and a bad ending. First half of the year was real good. Um, you know, unfortunately, my season ended in January where I tore my ACL. Uh, that, was, that was pretty tough there. Um, but, no, I mean, personally, personally, from the games I played, I felt felt pretty good out there. You know, I felt felt things went well. I felt when our team, when we had a full healthy team, like we had a lot of injuries near the end. We had three or four guys go down, and that's always tough when you lose a bunch of players like that from your roster. But, no, if, uh, with a healthy roster and a full team, uh, we were a good team last year. And uh, we, lost, uh, we lost four seniors, and we're bringing in eight freshmen. But... Uh, this coming year, I think we're going to be a real good team, and uh, we're going to compete every night, and uh, hopefully, hopefully try to win a national championship. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. Um, tell us a little bit about where you're at now. Are you are you you're recovering now? Still recovering? Um, yeah, still I'm at, um, just just over the five months here. I think five months in a few days. Um, you know, I feel all right. Um, obviously, there's still a lot of pain all the time, um, but I mean, I can walk stuff like that. I'm, can run I can I can skate not well obviously obviously there's a there's still some pain in that um but no I'm getting there I feel myself getting better every every week like that and I mean that's really motivating to see because um, <laughs> I can't wait to just have a a normal leg again you know uh-huh. it's uh, you don't you don't really understand you uh don't really understand how much you need your knee until, <laughs> until, you, <laughs> until don't you don't have, have it, it you yeah. know so uh no hopefully that heals up here soon uh which I think it will and uh looking forward so a little bit of a, a different camp for you here. You've been here a couple of times before. What's your uh, mindset going into this camp? Some of the things that you can maybe take away from from this experience as you you move on into next year. Yeah, I mean, so for this year, uh, I mean, I haven't done a whole lot. Mostly rehab, kind of watching, learning, trying to soak in as much as I can. Um, so I mean, this camp's been pretty pretty relaxed for me. You know, I'm just trying to focus on myself here every day. Been working with Jimmy and Sal a lot to to try to try to move forward um, quickly, you know, try to get myself back 100% um, as soon as possible. Um, but, no, the camp's been great so far. It's been it's been real interesting. Guys are having a lot of fun. seems like everybody's getting along pretty good, and uh, it's been a good time so far. Now, that start for Allison was tremendous before his injury. He had 30 points in the first 22 games. He hopes to build on that this fall when he returns to school. Not too far south of Allison's home base in Kalamazoo is Tanner Lisinski having a tremendous collegiate season last year with the Ohio State Buckeyes. Lisinski posted 17 goals and 30 assists for 47 points in 41 games for Ohio State this season and helped the Buckeyes reach the Frozen Four. In addition to that, Lisinski was also part of the U.S. team 
at the World Junior Championships. I thought our season went really well um, as a team and for myself. Um, I thought this year, for me personally, um, I thought I put kind of a whole whole year together, kind of start to finish. Um, you know, I was uh, fortunate enough to win, you know, second team All-American. So that was obviously, you know, a huge accomplishment for me and, you know, obviously a big honor. Um, and, you know, as far as my team, um, you know, I thought, you know, I couldn't be any prouder of the guys in the locker room. And, you know, that's been one of the tightest groups I've ever been a part of. So, um, you know, to make it to the Frozen Four, that's, you know, another huge accomplishment um, for, you know, the guys in the locker room and uh, just for Ohio State as a program. Um, but obviously, you know, it's tough losing on mm-hmm. uh, the Frozen Four. Um, so um, from there, I mean, yeah, you know, you just want to win. <laughs> was that their first trip to the Frozen Four? Or? Ohio State? Yeah. No, that was, I think it was their third or fourth. Okay. Or maybe second, but um, it, it was their first in a while. A while, okay. Yeah. yeah, I just I hadn't recalled seeing them in a situation like that before. Um, yeah, it was it, their first in a while. And Michigan so. was there as well, right? Yeah, but that's uh, that's amazing three, to have three Big Ten yeah. teams there. So that was that was awesome to see for um, obviously our our league's sake and uh, the Big Ten. So that was, I mean, I think that was a big stride for us personally in our our league. So. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in terms of uh, where you're at now, uh, this is, uh, you know, uh, third or fourth of one of these camps for you. I think, is it, what's it like coming back here now with uh, a few of them under your belt, uh, a little bit of a different perspective, uh, would you say? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you're definitely coming here more confident, you know, just more relaxed. Uh, you're not, you know, you know what to expect. And, um, you know, they're not looking, you know, at particularly the hockey side. You know, they just want to make sure you're, you know, good person, good human. Um, and obviously they test, you know, a bunch of skills that you have. Um, um, but, you know, this is a good time to, you know, meet some new guys, uh, you know, the guys that just got drafted and make sure they're comfortable um, and kind of lead the way, you know, been here a couple of years now. So uh, just make the environment more comfortable for some of these guys and uh, the guys that, you know, have played in the AHL this past year, kind of ask them and learn some, you know, tips and tricks from them too as well. And then obviously, you know, coaching staff and all the, player development staff, um, you know, ask as many questions as possible, just like always. Did, did you keep tabs on that this past summer? Because I know you've got a bunch of guys that you've been playing with here for a couple of years now in this camp that got to go at least be a, a practice player on that playoff run. Uh, were, were you in touch at all with what the uh, fans yeah, were doing? I mean, I, I've talked to a couple of guys, and, uh, you know, I talked to Carson, um, you know, just how, how it was and, you know, um, you know how it felt and, um, you know, basically just – guys talking yeah uh, just about the game and you know how he thought he played and a bunch of different things about you know the next level and how he adjusted and uh you know he had nothing but good things to say and um obviously you know excited for that to come whenever it comes so mm-hmm. uh things from this camp in the past maybe that have uh, you, you look back on the last couple of years say hey yeah that helped my game whether it was on the ice off the ice uh anything stand out in that uh nature? yeah um i mean last year we had some of the training that we did uh, the mental training, so that obviously was a huge help this past year. Um, you know, as far as you know, when I, you know, might not feel the best, or you know, I'm going through kind of a little slump there, and maybe able to, you know, tune into my mental game, and uh, you know, that'll help me along the way. Um, and obviously, just in general, coming to the camp and everything on nice. Um, you know, you try to pick up as much as you can, um, whether it be you know some of the drills that they do or. Um, you know, puck possession, uh, shooting drills, uh, you know, just stuff to get better um, every day. Lisinski was selected by the Flyers in the sixth round of the 2016 NHL draft. He'll be a junior at Ohio State this fall.
Now, when this fall's camps arrives, many eyes will be on Morgan Frost. Ron Hextall revealed prior to this year's draft that the main reason he traded Braden Shen to the Blues last year was not just because a first-round pick was available, but specifically because Morgan Frost was available. He said the pick made it such that it wasn't Braden Shen for a first-round pick. It was Braden Shen for Morgan Frost because Frost was still on the board at the time the trade was made. And that put a bit of a different scope on Frost and maybe a bit of a different perspective on the season he had last year with Sault Ste. Marie when Hextall said he is playing above the slot where he was selected by the Flyers in last year's draft. He had a tremendous year with Sault Ste. Marie. 112-point season as the Greyhounds pretty much bulldozed through the Ontario Hockey League's regular season. It was a 40-point improvement over a year ago. I think, you know, in terms of highlights, we had like, I think it was 23 or 24 game win streak. So that was, that was a highlight. That was a fun ride. But yeah, I think, you know, our, our team was obviously very talented this season and, um, you know, it, it was a lot of fun. We, you know, losing a game like once in a while, like it seemed right, like every right. game we were going to win and, um, you know, obviously winning's fun. So, uh, that was probably the best year of hockey I've had and, you know, maybe in my life and we had a great group of guys. So it was nice to share that with them. Is there anything, you, just in terms of your personal performance, anything you can uh, attribute that to? As you kind of went uh, off the charts there in terms of uh, stats anyway. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like I had, I had a great group of guys around me and, you know, a very talented team, and I played with some good players. And, um, you know, I, we had a great coaching staff. I think they helped me a lot. And whether it was watching video or just working on things in practice, I think, you know, we just had a great environment around the team, and that, you know, made me and, and a lot of the other guys, uh, you know, better players and, and that's why we had you know that kind of season so uh second camp for you here um what, what's it like coming back this year as opposed to, to last year you're coming off the whirlwind of the draft and everything last year this year uh, a little bit more knowing what you're getting into as you come in here yeah it's nice to know you know a lot of the guys now and you know you're obviously a little more comfortable last year I was super nervous coming in and um you know it's definitely nice to be able to settle in like uh, settled in last year now you know I can kind of come in knowing what to expect and you know like I said being more comfortable so um, you know I think it'll be fun. Looking back at last year can you identify any takeaways anything like that that ended up helping you out last year as you went into your season coming out of last year's camp? Yeah I, I think just getting the experience of being around you know the coaches at this level and um, you know all the development guys I think they just helped us a lot in the little practices and um, you know just getting the experience of being in an NHL camp is, is, you know, definitely vital. And I think, you know, just that confidence that I gained from being here and then going back to training in the summer, I think that helped a lot. What about uh, coming out of this camp now? Obviously, you guys haven't really been on the ice yet, but, uh, you know, what are some of the things you're looking to take away from, from this camp and use to prepare yourself for the fall? I think just little things that I'd be talking to the, um, you know, development guys about, just little things that I – can work on to make me better and you know talking to the strength coaches what what kind of things that they think that uh you know can make me get stronger during the summer and um you know I, I think nothing huge I think just you know kind of the same things as last year just kind of gain that confidence and learn a couple new things and and you know just try to better myself we bring in Bill Meltzer now who has been following Morgan Frost closely uh, over the last few weeks with the development camp and uh, his overall situation going into the fall camp it'll be uh, interesting to see uh, what Frost can do. He wants to make the team, obviously. All these players want to make the team. Uh, but, um, Bill, I know your thoughts are that he's probably, unless he comes in and blows the doors off, uh, headed for another year in junior. 
And it's not a, yeah, and it has nothing to do with talent level. I mean, the Flyers are very excited about his development. Um, I'm, I watched a lot of Greyhounds games this past season over in the, you know, there's the OHL Live package of streams, and the uh, the Greyhounds were such a fun team to watch this past year. And Morgan Frost was the guy that stirred, stirred the drink on that team. You know, it wouldn't be completely out of the realm of possibility for, for Morgan Frost to make the Flyers this year. Um I think there are there are two areas in particular, but you could even maybe identify a third, where you know where Morgan needs a little bit more physical development. Um, I showing that showing that he can physically handle and and, and you know sometimes uh, a player can come in and they can play well for the first month, first two months of a season. Um, Ron Hexall has, has raised the point that sometimes you know young players, particularly ones who are not uh, physically mature yet. Uh, can come in and, and make an impact, but then all of a sudden, 35, 40 games in, they hit a wall, and they they struggle. You know, I, I think I think with Morgan Frost last season, what you saw was he carried it straight through the regular season, carried it through the first round of the playoffs even. And then as the playoffs went on, and, you know, I mean, some of it is the checking gets tighter and it just, just gets harder. There's, there's less space. But I think that, um, you know, as, as the playoffs moved along, you saw a little bit of a wear down. Um, with Morgan, that they, they played a semifinal series uh, against the Kitchener Rangers, and uh, they were going up against. He was going head to head with a couple of pretty good NHL prospects, uh, Logan Brown and Logan Stanley, who are both physically monsters. You know, and, and at times Morgan got a little bit uh, manhandled by those guys one on one, just as many players would. But it's just uh, you know when you get to the NHL level, he's going to see he's going to see more guys you know who are, who are big and strong and take away space and. You know, it's something that uh, it's something he's going to have to learn to deal with. Um, and Morgan is the guy who won the best skater competition at CHL Top Prospects uh, in his draft year. So there's no question about his speed. Um, and his style of play is a very cerebral style. He, he's one of those players who can dictate the pace. He, he likes to slow the play down, kind of survey his options and, you know, and there's a lot of deception when he decides to shoot the puck because he's not necessarily the hardest shooter, but he's a pretty accurate shooter. When you get to the NHL level, though, he's going to have to pick up the pace a little bit. You know, he, um, he in the junior level, he can slow it down and then speed up on the drop of a dime. You know, you can't necessarily do that so much at the NHL unless you're the real, real, real top-end guys. So I, I think that's something Morgan is going to have to adapt to. Now, that being said, in terms of being, you know, not the biggest and strongest guy, well, I mean, there are guys who that it doesn't seem to be a problem with. You know, Mitch Marner, for example. Mm-hmm. Clayton Keller is another example of a, of a guy who's not the biggest guy. Braden Point is not a big guy. You know, um, I would consider Morgan Frost's level of talent to be comparable to a guy like Braden Point who's come in and done a really good job for Tampa Bay. But uh, unless the Flyers are convinced that, that Morgan can hold up for 82 games and, and make those adjustments right now, you know, uh, I think he will spend another year in junior and also has a really good chance of playing a significant role for Team Canada at the World Juniors if he does play one more junior year. That'll do it for this first edition of our Flyers Development Camp podcast. Next week, we'll be taking a look at one of the Flyers' first-round picks from this year, Jay O'Brien, and hearing from a few other prospects. Thanks again for being with us today, and have a great week. <laughs>